Welcome to Fireside Yankees. My name is Alex, my co-host here, Ryan. And today we're going to discuss one bold take each of us for the 2023 season. Now, this Yankee team has made some upgrades this offseason, notably Carlos Rodon retaining Aaron Judge. Uh, we feel like we're trending in the right direction. We feel like we're getting some guys back from injury. DJ LeMayhew and a healthy Giancarlo Stanton. Obviously, Harrison Bader with the, fla- the plantar fasciitis um, seemingly is not a problem anymore. So we do have some optimism going into the year. But Ryan and I have two bold takes for you guys that should be pretty interesting. And if you have any bold takes of your own, leave them in the YouTube comments. Always happy to discuss and have a good um, yeah, conversation, interaction with you guys and building this community. We really appreciate all the love. And if you're new to the channel, make sure to like and subscribe. Daily content on all platforms. A lot going to be going on this year and really excited to see what we can come up with. And and hopefully you guys are part of the mix. And, and on this new streaming service we're going to be using, we're able to take calls from you guys. So in the future, we want to do some live things and get you guys on the channel with us and speaking to us and really make it an interactive experience. So we're really excited for that as well. But Ryan, before we dive into it, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing great. You know, this is going to be a really exciting season for the Yankees, uh, you know, for a lot of reasons. They have a lot of things going well for them and a lot of new faces. You know, and I know they didn't make a lot of uh, huge additions in terms of uh, bringing external talent. They did retain guys, I think, that were crucial for them to retain in Anthony Rizzo and Aaron Judge. Uh, and the addition of Carlos Rodon is definitely going to make this a very, very fun season. Um, you know, a lot of their internal talent is going to come up, right? We're going to see a lot of their young guys take a big step forward this year. And and there are a lot of guys uh, that are were on the team last year, who either due to injury or for uh, or had their struggles during the season that are looking to have a bounce back year or looking to have a healthy, successful 2023 or repeat their 2022. It's going to be an exciting team. It's going to be a fun team. And it's a very well-built roster right now. So, uh, you know, there's still question marks in left field, but I'm sure that, uh, you know, today we'll get into kind of answering a little bit of those questions, but I'm very excited to hear your bold take. Yeah, my bold take this year is going to be centered around one of our younger pieces, right? Our younger piece is in Oswaldo Cabrera, a young player who has a lot, a bright future ahead of him, and I believe that he's going to have a pretty solid season. Now, his steamer projections have him playing 89 games, hitting 14 homers in 2023. I believe he's going to play somewhere in the 110 to 120 game range because I believe he's going to be the starting left fielder unless uh, general manager Brian Cashman goes out and gets a guy like Brian Reynolds. I don't think Max Kepler pushes the needle that far um, or Austin Meadows. You know, I think you if you don't want to go with a super star you go with a guy like Oswaldo Cabrera who can be your everyday starting left fielder we saw what he could do defensively nine defensive runs saved in the outfield last year 13 overall he's got a good switch uh hitting bat um and I think that experience and time will be on his side you know the more reps he gets the better he's gonna be um my bold take here is that he's gonna hit 20 plus homers in 2023 I, I genuinely feel as though Cabrera could be a very solid player uh for this Yankee team for a long time is he gonna be a superstar probably not is he gonna be a serviceable starter I think he can very much do that and at the very at least he can be a super utility option playing a multitude of different positions and helping mitigate injury and fatigue down the stretch, which is a, a role that cannot be understated, is extremely important. But Ryan, when you're looking at Oswaldo Cabrera, what makes you excited about him for the 2023 season? And do you think he can hit 20 plus homers next year? I'm very confident in Oswaldo Cabrera's home run power for 2023. He's a guy who loves pulling the ball in the air, which I think is going to play a big role in his ability to overperform his raw power in terms of applying it to game power. Um, you know, if you look at Oswaldo Cabrera's uh, max exit velocity last year, 107 miles an hour isn't great. Uh, I know it was a little bit higher in the minor leagues. He got it up to close to 110 miles an hour. But even then, that's good. Not elite, elite. Um, you know, but I still think he can overperform that mark into, you know, hitting 25. You know, maybe he can push 30 home runs, man. He, you know, that 
that that pull side power, dude. It's it's legit. Pulling fly balls in the air generates a lot of power. That short portion right field as a lefty, he'll he'll get his he'll get his home runs. Don't get me wrong. Maybe not next year's the, for the one for thirty home runs, but definitely crushing twenty. Uh, I think he'll get past that mark, and I think he'll get past that mark pretty comfortably. Um, I'm really confident as well to compare for 2023, uh, and, and I think we share that sentiment of believing in him to you know not just handle you know uh, a role of whether he's a designated left fielder, whether he's playing some infield, whatever it may be, whatever the Yankees throw at him positionally, he's going to handle it uh, and do so excellently. Um, and so I'm very excited for as well to Cabrera next season. Uh, you know, kind of getting into uh, my hot take here, which it's kind of hard to transition from, you know, young, really good position player who showed off a lot of skills in 2022 uh, to a pitcher who's been on the team for a while, has had his ups and downs with injuries. But every time he pitches, he's electric, man. And that's Luis Severino. I think Luis Severino has his best year since 2018. Um, you know, I guess the, the one mirror I can put with Cabrera and, and Severino is that you know that they're going to ball out when they play. Um, and they're exciting. They're they're energetic. They bring a spark to the team on the field uh, that you can't put into numbers, but it, it's exciting to watch. They are they are must-see TV when they are playing well. Uh, and, and Luis Severino, the roar, the infamous roar, whenever he strikes out a batter in a huge spot, uh, you love to see it. He, he seems to be uh, have a flair for the dramatic, whether it's getting himself in a bases-loaded jam and then striking out three guys after. Uh, you know, it seems that seems to be a specialty. Uh, but you know, Luis Severino is someone who has the stuff, man. His stuff is elite across the board. He has four pitches that have an above average stuff. Plus a metric created by Eno Saris from the athletic alongside Max Bay, who he works with the Houston Astros and the research and development team stuff. Plus takes velocity, spin rates, your movement, horizontal and vertical, uh, and also factors in how it plays off your fastball and, and tries to come up with one single number that can, um, define how good your stuff is, right? So 100 is league average. If you're above 100, you're better than league average. If you're below 100, you're worse than league average for that pitch. Luis Severino having four pitches that grade above a league average in that regard means he has four plus pitches in terms of their pitch shape, velocity, all those things. The forcing fastball pitch shape came to life because of the velocity he got down the stretch. His velocity was unbelievable. His pitch shape on his forcing fastball was ridiculous after coming back from the IL. That's what you love to see. One thing that comes back later than velocity, though, and this is another thing that, you know, sorry, talks about um, is how velocity comes before command in terms of uh, things that return to you post-injury. His stuff plus was 111.8 on his four-seam fastball and location plus, which is uh, no, also created by Enosaurus and Max Bay. That's part of one of three metrics they made. Uh, pitching plus is a third metric. Uh, that's more of an overall pitching number. You know, it, it factors location plus stuff plus all those things. But location plus takes, you know, into account, you know, whether you're, ex you're throwing a pitch in a zone where it has a high chance of success. You know, sometimes you'll still get beat on that pitch. That's fine. But if you're consistently locating well, uh, you'll find success. Uh, with a 101.8, it's better than league average, but it's not substantially better than league average, and quite frankly, with a guy like Severino, who is always boated, uh, you know, low walk rates, and doesn't really get hammered, you you want that command on the four-seam fastball to just be a little bit better, um, and that comes a little bit later uh, in the uh, post-surgery uh, process, so you know, we're, we are 108 innings after uh, Tommy John for, for Luis Severino. You know, this isn't enough sample for us to sit back and say, Severino command should be all the way back next year is going to be a test for him you know he's also entering a walk year he's 28 years old uh he's going to turn 29 in february you know he'll have a chance at the market when he when, uh, you know he'll have the chance at the market in his age 29 season that's huge for him he can get a pretty big contract if he has a big year um you know luis severino is someone who had a home run issue last year you know 1.29 home runs per nine if i'm not mistaken uh you know 
it's it's going to be a year for him to prove a couple of things. The strikeouts are still there. The walks are still low. The stuff is still elite. The command just needs to get a little bit better. You know, slider's great. The changeup's always going to be pretty good. It gets a lot of whips. The forcing fastball is always electric. The cutter is that fourth pitch for him. I really do feel like, and I, I wrote about this with Garrett Cole, my uh, recent article discussing him, where the cutter is a bat dip in, uh, reducer. You're going to see softer contact, less hard hit balls, more balls on the ground. If Severino, whose stuff plus his cutter was over 120, it is a plus pitch. Um, if he can, you know, command it a little bit better, if he use, utilizes it as a proper fourth pitch, you know, throwing it maybe 10% of the time, uh, we could see that pitch really take off for him. And, and we can really see him uh, find what he was 2018, 2017 again, because he was a Cy Young candidate both years. He was one of the best pitchers in baseball both years um, and, and hopefully sets himself back on track uh, to continue to be considered one of the top, you know, 10 or tw- uh, 15 pitchers, pitchers in the entire sport. How can you not love Luis Severino from all the crap that he's dealt with in terms of the Tommy John surgery and the groin injury? Like the guy's gone through so many injuries and issues and putting together a season where he pitched over 100 innings last year is definitely something that we can be very optimistic about. I feel as though he's going to come back with a really, really good 2023 campaign as well, probably maybe reach 150 innings, which would be absolutely fantastic. And um, this rotation is better with him in it. You know, they picked up that $15 million option without hesitating. You know, it, it literally took them 30 seconds to say, yep, we're bringing him back. And that was it. Um, I wonder if they're going to extend him beyond this season. I, I'm curious to see how he performs in 2023. But after the momentum he's built last year, I think that we're looking at a pretty good scenario um, for him and that he's going to, you know, bounce back and have an even better campaign, which is exactly what we're hoping for. But guys, I'd love to hear your bold takes below in the YouTube comments. Make sure to drop those as always. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Like and subscribe as always. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.